Stand by for action. Every show we drop the needle on the tracks that were part of the mixed tapes and mixtapes of my 80s and 90s. Tunes that followed me on the train in the morning, on the way to my adventures on the weekend, and all the times in between. Please join me as I share a track from the record box. What I remember, a little bit of history, and a hell of a lot of nostalgia. I'm Michael, and please join me as we get lost in 12 inches. beginning of this song is off the wall. You're not taping this, are you? Over there! It's a white tornado! Look at it whirling around and spinning and everything! It's a white tornado! White tornado, my foot! That's a real tornado! Oh, you ain't in New York City, baby! Edit. This is going to be a short one, and this is a band I never thought I'd do on this podcast, because up until a couple of months ago, I didn't even realise that they might be giants even released to watch. And you know what? I'm happy that I found this. Istanbul, not Constantinople, was the second single from the 1990 album Flood. This, along with Birdhouse In Your Soul, are probably the band's most widely known songs. The fame of this song is due to the fact that the video was included in MTV's Liquid Television, and it was one of the band's songs that was used in Tiny Toons Adventures. This mix is crazy. Now, I can imagine the conversation that took place in the studio in arranging this one. John! Yes, John! John, uh, the record label says we need to do a 12-inch John! Really, John? That's interesting. Do you have any ideas? Well, John, I do. Sampling's popular now. Let's use more samples. What a great idea. Did you have something in mind? Well, yes, John, I did. Let's use all of the samples. What a great idea, John. And with that, we were given this mad little song. It didn't chart in the US, UK or Australia. While listening to this song, it got me thinking about Newtown in Sydney's inner west. It was here that I moved in January of 1990, a small two-bedroom terrace house down the end of O'Connell Street. I was sharing with Joe, a colleague at the Sheraton. She'd moved into the house with her brother, but uh, about three months in, he decided to do some travelling and she needed someone to take over the room. Joe worked at security at the staff entrance to the hotel. So I'd see her either day, every day, either as I started or finished on the day shift. We'd exchanged pleasantries, and it was during one of these brief encounters that she mentioned her brother moving. And I said, okay, I'll um, move in if you're stuck. I wasn't actually actively looking to move out of home. An opportunity presented it, so I took it. Friday, January 26, 1990, I packed all my stuff into the boot of Dad's Fairmont gear, and he drove me to my new home. Newtown was different to Gordon. The first major difference was that there were pubs. Lots of pubs. Now, lots might be a bit of an exaggeration, but when you come from a situation where the nearest pub was about half an hour's walk away, lots was more than one. 
King Street was also a bit of a hub for second-hand stores, clothing, records, books, household items, furniture stores. They were all distributed along its length. Add to this, the pawn shops dotted up and down. You knew that if you wanted to find something from a giant Zippo table lighter to a copy of Bram Stoker's Lair of the White Worm, Newtown was where you wanted to go. Now, I had been encouraged to be culinary adventurous from a young age, but the local options were pretty limited, though there were three Chinese restaurants in Gordon at one stage. Newtown was full of new gastronomic options for me. The quick fix of charcoal chicken and chips, or a kebab from the King of Euros. Thai restaurants with pun-based names like Thai and Titanic were scattered along King Street. And add, that, add to that the cuisines from across the globe. You were, and still are, spoilt for choice. Now, my stay on O'Connell Street was brief. Only about um, 10 weeks. The lease was up and Joe had found another house in Newtown that she wanted to share with some friends from the Shire. And I'd move into Abercrombie Street. But Newtown would always stay with me. In the intervening years, it would be the destination for restaurant dates, nights out with friends. My parents had moved to Enmore two years later. So this part of the inner west of Sydney would become a focal point for my family and still is to this day. Now, I think we all know the answer to this question, but it's one I have to ask. Would one of my favourite songs from one of my favourite bands end up in my monthly Spotify playlist if the algorithm presented it to me? Yeah, it would. And with that, we've come to the end of another episode of Lost in 12 Inches. If you like the show, please subscribe on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, click the link tree uh, below to get my socials. I'll be back with next week with more nostalgia. And as I always say, testicles. And now we are at the end of another nostalgia trip. If you've enjoyed listening to me ramble on, please subscribe to get notified when I release new episodes. I'm on all the socials, so check me out there. Thanks for listening to Lost in 12 Inches. I'm Michael, and as I always say, testicles. Testicles.